Greetings, this is Carl Richards, and you're listening to another episode of Behavior Gap Radio. My wife and I often switch cars. We have a big car and a little car, and depending on who's running what errands, really sort of drives the decision of who drives which car. And my wife has this habit, which I think is very good habit. <laughs> to be clear, I think this is a very good habit. She gets in the car. It may even be before she starts it, but certainly before she backs out of the garage, she adjusts everything, right? Now, she's shorter than I am, so she definitely needs to adjust the seat, but she adjusts the rear view mirror. She adjusts the side mirrors, the seat belt, the height on the seat belt can go up and down, so she adjusts that. She gets everything adjusted, and then she drives. Now, I, on the other hand, I sort of just jump in the car. I have to adjust the seat because I just kind of almost can't even fit in it. I have to adjust the seat, but everything else, I often leave the same and I just drive. And, and it leads to behavior like this. I've noticed, and I, I just noticed this the other day, I've been doing this for years, You know, probably close to 20 years, probably over 20 years since we've been married. I will get in the car that she's driven and I will adjust the seat and then I'll be driving down the road and I'll need to look in the rear view mirror. And I'm sitting up straight like I normally do in the car. And I have to crouch down to see out the rear view mirror. So I'll crouch down. If I'm looking in the side view mirrors, I have to sort of move out to see or in to see out the side view mirrors. Actually, I have to crouch down to see out the side view mirrors as well. And sometimes I'll do that the whole day. And a couple of times I've noticed, and the most recent was just last week, where I was crouching down to look out the rearview mirror at a stop sign. And I thought to myself, why don't you just reach up and adjust the mirror? <laughs> it would take whatever it would take, like one second to adjust the mirror. And it's so interesting, this sort of, this status quo bias, if you will, right? The tendency, I'm not sure this is an exact perfect comparison in terms of the status quo bias, but the tendency we have to not want to make the change. And for me, this is almost just laziness, right? Like it's just, I'm just going to leave things as they are because I'm lazy, right? I don't want to do that. Sometimes it doesn't occur to me. I, I haven't made the connection between the idea that like, hey, you know, you can just adjust the mirror, right? This tendency to leave things the same, even in the face of a better alternative, sort of this emotional bias that we have that shows up as a preference for the way things are, right? And especially in the face of an easily available alternative is fascinating to me. And this shows up all the time. I mean, some of the early work, it turns out, right, that there's a lot of really great academic work done on the status quo bias. And some of the early work Samuelson study way back in 1988 called Status Quo Bias in Decision-Making was sort of the first place that kind of identified this and put a name on it. But there's been a lot of work done since. And some of the more interesting work is regarding alternatives in the mutual fund industry. And there was a 2006 study that showed that we do often make choices, right? We will just pick the one that's familiar to us or the one that we've been using, even in the face of something better. And that our bias towards the status quo actually gets stronger as the available number of alternatives increase, right? 
the number of available alternatives increases our feeling of complexity. And that leads us to just to want to avoid making any decision at all. And so the lesson for all of us is just simply to be open to the idea, right? Maybe set aside a specific time to deal with, you know, a decision like how you're going to invest your 401k. Once a year, you may just want to sit down and revisit it. Just be open to the idea that there may be better alternatives available inside your plan than you had before and look at them. And of course, we want to be careful that we're not always looking for the best investment. We certainly don't want to make changes just for the sake of having a t-shirt that says, I'm not prone to the status quo bias. How do you like me now? Right? Like that's not the goal. But the goal is to make sure that we've at least taken a little bit of time to evaluate available alternatives and not be completely stuck in the status quo. Right? In other words, it'd make a lot of sense just to reach up and adjust the rear view mirror.